Hello, and welcome in to another episode of Farm to Fame, an enthusiastic bunch this morning. Fired up. I am Kelsey Wingert. That man who just interrupted me is Peter Moylan. And that is our captain, oh, our captain, Maddie Mass. Maddie, pick one prop from the wall behind you. Best one. Never Look know at- what you're going to find at John Boy HQ. Oh, man. Why'd you go for the mask? All right. Now you got to wear that the whole episode. It's so itchy. There's no shot, but. Okay. Thanks for trying for that long extended yep. period of time, at least, Maddie. That was good. I am in, uh, this is actually one of my favorite shirts John Boy Media has ever released. John Boy Media boxing t-shirt. Shout out to Dan. Um, currently in San Francisco, three games versus the Giants. And then we end the season on a riveting six-game matchup versus the Los Angeles Dodgers. Ooh, <laughs> riveting for six, everybody else except for the Colorado Rockies. Series. Just the bow on the top, um, but hopefully, at, hopefully with the Dodgers clinching the one seat, maybe they're moving whoever's right, stride or die. It looks like I have a giant head on top of a pitching body right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> but it's stride or die. Yes. Well, the dot like the guys who are going to move into the bullpen for the playoffs for the Dodgers. Will the Dodgers move them to the bullpen for the final series of the year, or is it just like when the playoffs start? It's just like you're. I don't see any reason. Well, it depends on how many guys they have to cover the innings. Like this is what, and there's someone way smarter than me working all this out right now. I'm sure for the Dodgers, but they they've they can line themselves up any way they Mm -hmm. want to. They can almost work backwards from the results that they want and predict and probably try and which you never can do obviously but there i i would assume that those guys that are going to be bullpen rows roles would be trying to get used yeah. to it at least now are guys are position players starting to take rest days or do position players not really want to take rest days because they don't want to let their foot off the gas they will take rest days um kind of like a not to not kind of not so much spring training ish but they still want to get their bats and keep their eye in as well. So it's not, you know, if something's niggling, they may not play, but if they're feeling great, I think they'd rather be in there than not. You, How about you, Bryce? you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Bryce Elder. What about Rookie. Bryce Elder? By the way, all he's done since he's come back in the last four or five starts is pitched to like an ERA under one, almost under 0.6, I think. Last night, nine innings against the Nationals. Still a big league baseball team. Yeah. 105 pitches. At one stage, I looked up and he was through four innings and had 20-something pitches. No. Yeah. It was as dominant a performance that wow. that that I've seen from a Braves pitcher in a long time as far as being able to just control the pace of the game. His location with his sinker was as good as it's been all year. And the two pitches, the curveball and the sinker playing off each other were just great. Um, and look, I am so pumped because with the Strider news and all the rest of the the stuff going on with the Bravos pitching staff right now, then I think it's for him to step up like this. They've just called up Carl Muller. Yeah, so I this is that. almost like a reset again for the Braves for the playoff reset that's lining up freed for the Mets and look that's the series we're all looking at we 
can't get ahead of ourselves, obviously, because of where we're at. And we got to win the next at least two, hopefully three in DC. They went to the White House yesterday. So to get that yeah. game in like they did, the bullpen had thrown a bunch the night before because they went, started the game at one, got rain delay, didn't finish until whenever. A lot of bullpen arms had to throw. So it just timing worked. And it's almost like when these things happen the way they do, it's like, well, Braves are setting themselves up again for another good run, feels like. Well, yeah. First of all, any any rest you can give the bullpen before the Mets series is huge. But you were talking about the bull, the starting rotation. What's the rest of the news? Just the Strider fact that Strider's on the, on the IL. Yeah, yeah. Soroka's and not pitching Soroka's well. Soroka's not going to be back this year. Um, freaking bums me out, man. Sure, it does. It really does. I just hope that now he can have a full off season and then prep, prep himself for a run at whatever this is going to be. Yeah. So... Um, and just, I just hope that he can stay healthy and just have a good, you know, season of at least trying. Yeah. Just not even getting a chance to try is the thing that sucks. But yeah, we, I'm still very comfortable going into a playoff series with our starting pitching, Kyle Wright, uh, Charlie Morton, and Maximus Friedosius. What's the word on Spencer Strider? He's got an oblique um, mm. that they are treating very cautiously uh and that's about as much as we're being told so mm. so it's uh, it's not this is not a this is a real injury oh yeah i didn't i, I didn't thought know if they thought was, his innings yeah i was on that page i was like uh we're just gonna set us i thought they were setting it up for a mets like give him an extended yeah. rest and then yeah. go at it with the mets but now that that's sort of, he went out and to try to throw a bullpen and that's where he started to feel it again. Now they've got to shut it down and see, see where it's at. But it's not, it's not bleak. It's like, yeah, I just feel like those injuries. Bleak, I feel like that's the go-to phantom injury. Uh, no, nah, it'd be like a uh, rib or I was, oh, okay. you know, like <laughs> rib. something that that it's good. like, I don't know, like, Nothing to do with the arm. It's usually like an ankle or a knee strain or a or a quad something for pitchers anyway. Yeah. Well, um, some let's see what the series are like this week. Guardians locked up their division. Um, bad series, bad series. Yankees are still playing the Blue Jays. We have Aaron Judge still sitting on home run number sixty. Maddie, was that like man? How many games did he have at Yankee Stadium that he I was rooting for him to not hit one on Friday and Saturday when the national networks had the game and yes, didn't because I always like for the hometown announcers to be able to have those moments after being with the team for that long and that's normally who the fans want to hear those calls from but he still hasn't hit it. And then he didn't hit it the whole homestand. And now he goes to Toronto where he has crazy power numbers. So much pressure is on him. You have Maris's son following you around every single game. Um, the I know that I know that the um, atmosphere at Yankee Stadium was like electric. There was like a rain delay, and it was like a party during the rain delay because people were waiting to see if Aaron Judge would get another bat. Just a regular a regular day in Braves country, really. Wild times no, up there, not. Maddie. Ooh. Yeah, no, it's it's wild stuff. <laughs> um, the 
the fact that he hasn't hit it doesn't concern me at this point. Um, really, what he's doing is very polite to the rest of the team. He's taking the attention off them. They've all broken out of their slumps. The Yankees won six straight, mm. and everybody else was contributing. The guy's a doubles machine when he chooses not to hit home runs. So, I mean, I'm sure he'll choose to hit one one of the nights coming up soon. How many games are they on the road? When do they get back home? I want him to do it at home. I want the pool holes to do it at home. Yeah, Stop I mean, robbing fan bases of this moment. Yeah. I mean, every home, every ballpark is a home ballpark because his numbers are better on the road. So it's really just whenever he wants. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Are we being serious right now with this attempt? Not really, but... Is it an attempt at humor or... <laughs> oh, it's not just an attempt. So the NL playoff picture... <laughs> well, I'll start with the AL because that's where we were. There's somebody looking at... We're making eye contact through windows. Um, let's see, there was a window. Um, AL wild card. Well, you have Yankees, Cleveland, Houston already clinched their divisions. Um, the Yankees haven't. The Yankees need one win versus the Blue Jays this series to clinch the division. Um, wild card, you have Toronto up by three games, Tampa Bay up by half a game, Seattle, Baltimore's three and a half back. back. Um, Seattle, Tampa Bay. Base runner playing the Yankees. Seattle is playing the Rangers, which is good for them. And who is the third team that I said? There's so many playoff teams now. <laughs> who was the third team that I said? Um, Tampa. Tampa. Um, they, the Rays. So Baltimore can still make the it, technically. three and a half out, and they have the Red Sox. Um, the Rays are playing the Guardians. When you move over to the NL wildcard, Pete, Crazy. which is your bread and butter, the Braves are up 12 games, but obviously could still win their division. Mm -hmm. San Diego's in there. Philly's in there. Milwaukee's, Milwaukee's sitting one and a half games behind the Phillies. Mm -hmm. The Phillies play the Cubs. The um, who swept the Brewers, Mets. yeah, the Cubs did sweep the Mets, and then they lost the following series to your own Colorado Rockies. Um, Who's own? Your own oh, Colorado okay. Rockies. Um, Brewers have the Cardinals, which is a tough series, and um, I keep switching back to divisional. The Padres have the um, Dodgers, so. You're looking for the Phillies to take advantage of the easiest series in that little race over there. And so for right now, the Braves play the Padres in the wildcard game in Atlanta. They just need it in Atlanta. Um, anyway, folks, we have a really interesting episode today because we've been talking so much about uh, the Cy Young races, MVP races, uh, rookie of the year races. So Maddie came up with the idea of if these awards were being given out in the minor leagues, who would win these? So these are guys who have had really, really good minor league seasons, probably top prospects for whoever your team is. Um, people who will probably be seen in the big leagues, whether it be next year or the year after that, guys who are close. Um, 
And all of that info is brought to you by our friends at DraftKings because the NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns. We're talking big plays and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Right now for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With even with payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else to make things even sweeter you can throw down on stepped up single game stepped up same game parlays once per day all season long so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now use the promo code JOMBOY and get $200 in free bets if your team wins and when you place a $5 bet on any football game that's promo code JOMBOY only at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details you guys are seeing DraftKings literally everywhere. You're seeing them in commercials for baseball games. You're seeing them plastered all over stadiums. You're hearing them on podcasts. $200 is, like I said a couple weeks ago, that's the best um, going rate you're going to get out there. Can confirm after hearing it on our broadcast. Um, so promo code John Boy, folks. E, they are want- everywhere. They really are. I'll do Brennan Fat. Oh, do you want me to do the, oh, okay. do the? We can start with this is um, starting in the NL for minor league Cy Young Awards. Um, there are two guys in there who have really stood out throughout this minor league season. The first one is the Phillies' number one prospect. He's MLB's 24th overall prospect. His name is Andrew Painter. Um, he was a first round pick in 2021, drafted 13th overall. He won the Phillies' 20 organization's top minor league player and pitcher. Um, he is one, he's 19 years old and he's one of those 19 year olds who has a really good head on his shoulder. He's really poised. He's very, very mature. Um, just really got a, got a good head on his shoulder as, as Bud Black would say, Peter's friend. Um, he's one of four pitchers since 2017 with a hundred innings pitched in the minor league season with these three things, an ERA under two, a K percent, more than 5%. And a batting average against of 200 Thanks. or below. One of four pitchers in 20, 2017, though, that doesn't make sense because he was drafted in 2021. Since 2017, one of, wow, one of four pitchers since 2017 to do that? I wonder who the other ones were. I'm sure the names were There's ridiculous. Only been four guys in five years, and he's one of them. Nice, Pete. Nice, Pete. Here I am. Nice, Pete. Brandon, P-F-A-A-D-T, fat. I love this last night. And by the way, he's ridiculous. Right-handed pitcher with Diamondbacks number four prospect, 2020 round five draft pick. Mm -hmm. In 61.2 innings with AAA Reno this year, he's five and one with a 2.6 ERA and 74 punch outs. He was the Diamondbacks minor league pitcher of the month in September. You know who else was a pitcher of the month in September? You. You have a trophy. I have a trophy. And it's Show trophy us a trophy. Season. It's trophy Show season, us. There guys. it is. So, no big deal. There it is. I should have won it the year before as well, but I didn't. But anyway. Uh, now, most strikeouts by a minor league pitcher in more than 20 years. 218 strikeouts this year. Most since 2001, where somebody had 220, Brandon Clausen. He can still do it. 
Brandon Clawson. He's two away. In 10 games started in hitter-friendly PCL. I can vouch for that, by the way. He's 5-1 and one with a 2-6-1 in 62 innings, 18 end runs, and 14. By the way, these numbers are ridiculous in that league. If you go look at the PCL numbers, they are insane. 74 punch-outs, a whip under one, and a 2-10 opposing average. So, Brandon... Have yourself a year. Jeez. You'll be in the show next year with that Diamondbacks team, if I'm going to guess. 14 walks to 74 Ks, though, Pete. This can almost oh. almost be like a, a pre-draft. If you're in a fantasy league, just look at these guys for next year's draft and follow. Is, it, is that a thing? A 2-6-3 in the PCL. What did you say, Pete? I don't know what I said. Uh, draft and follow is that a thing i don't know what that means not anymore um so i've learned you know i i am new to the nl west i'm new to the west coast in baseball and um i might have told this story on our air but yeah i kept checking the the box scores of the rockies double a and triple a teams because our pitching's our pitching has struggled this season and I was looking to see who we could bring back. And every single guy down there had like a five year a, and I was like, man, we don't have really anybody who's, who's crushing it up there. And people were like, no, that's literally the PCL. Like the, so the fact that he has a two, six, three in the PCL, um, that's unbelievable. It's the worst division league to pitch in, in the world without question. So between those two guys who would win your, uh minor league i'd have to go with my guy fat okay with a p yeah um by the way just out of just out of interest i had a 274 in 38 games in the pcl yeah you did wow i never looked at those numbers before 46 innings 38 hits 14 runs one home run in the pcl what 20 walks clean that up 45 strikeouts. I don't strike people out. What a year. A 1.2 whip. Let's go, King. Peter Moylan, career 310 ERA if they're new around these parts. There we go. Um, Just digging on myself again. (laughs) Okay. Moving to the AL, Cy Young. A number top prospect for an organization, Hunter Brown. Astros. Top prospect, 71 overall in Major League Baseball. He's a fifth rounder in 2019, right-handed pitcher. He's the third starting pitcher in team history to toss at least six shutty in his debut, his Major League debut, joining left-handed pitcher Carlos Hernandez, who did it in 2001, and Jared Costart. What a name. Holy cow. Name, a name. Was it on here that we said his name and we were like, wow, that's a name we haven't heard in a while. Or was that somewhere it else in my life? Somewhere else. That's the first time I've heard that since I was teammates with him in, I think it was Houston in 2014 in spring Jared training. Jared Cosart. Wow. Okay. Um, maybe, did we do that with Jolly Olive? I've had this conversation with somebody. Um, in 23 minor league games for Sugarland Space Cowboys, AAA for the Astros, 106 innings pitched. He's nine and four with a 255. 136 strikeouts to 45 walks, a 186 batting average against. Wow. And four major league games with Houston, 16 innings pitched. Pete, 2-0 and with a 113 ERA, 15 Ks to four walks. Great job, Hunter Brown. 
I love stories like that. And it's very similar to this one too. Twins, number 10 prospect, 15th round pick of the 2019 draft, Louis Varland mm. has added a third pitch and it's helped him go all the way to the big leagues. He made his debut on September 23rd. Congratulations, well done. You also won, in case he didn't know, I'm telling him, mm. he won the Twins minor league starting pitch of the year, 2021 and 2022. So they separated, that's good. 3.34 ERA across 105 innings with double A Wichita, 1.69 ERA in four starts in triple A Saints. His final numbers combined 24 games, 126 innings, a 3.06 ERA, 10 Ks per nine, and three walks per nine. That's a pretty good year. But Hunter Brown had a better year, I'll be honest. Okay, so Hunter Brown wins the AL Cy Young Award for your minor league pitchers. NL MVP, Corbin Carroll, smaller than you think. Smaller than you think. Corbin Carroll's a guy we've talked about a lot, right? Top prospect for the Diamondbacks, number one, first round pick in 2019. He was the Diamondbacks minor league player of the year. He made his debut this year, which was highly anticipated. He had a big knee injury last year that pushed back that debut a little bit. Um, but in AAA, he hit 287 with seven home runs, 11 doubles, 22 RBI in only 33 games. Those number, I should have said the games first. 33 games, seven home runs, 11 doubles, 22 RBI. Um, in AAA with Reno, he had a 20 home run, 2020 season, 20 home runs, 20 stolen bases with a 10% or more, um, or high, a little bit higher than 10% walk rate. Um, but yeah, when we played the Diamondbacks, uh, he's obviously up now. Or um, So I was pulling him aside and I always try to introduce myself to the guys that we talk a lot, talk about a lot on the podcast. Yeah, he's smaller than you think. Nice guy. That whole team, the whole Diamondbacks team, they're not exactly leading the league in six-footers. Just for the record, in case they're drafting small for some reason. Corbin uh, Carroll is 5'10", 165. 5'10's the number that everybody uses when they're not quite 5'10". Yeah. Like you could get away with saying you were five ten. You'd be like, ah, five ten in the big leagues. Yeah, because they want to get people to wouldn't... the three digits. Sal <laughs> uh, Freelick, the Brewers' number forty-seven prospect, twenty twenty-one first-round pick, hit three thirty with an eight eighty-two OPS this year. He's a tenth minor leaguer with an on-base streak of thirty-nine games in twenty twenty-two. The tenth to do it this year. Last 40 games, he hit 363 with a 516 slug with four home runs, three, two triples, eight doubles, 17 walks, and only 15 punch outs with eight stolen bases. So he does it all. Well done, Sal. 2021 first rounder? 2021 first round pick. Um, Our third person in the running for your minor league NL MVP is Ellie De La Cruz. He's the Reds' number 15th prospect. He was signed out of the Dominican Republic in 2018 across 120 games this season in high A and double A. 304 batting average, 586 slug with 28 home runs, 86 RBI, 47 stolen bags. 
That's new. Um, one of the best power speed seasons we've ever seen in the minor leagues. Like we said, 28 home runs, 47 stolen bases, um, 68 extra base hits, uh, 47 stolen bags and 53 attempts. So we only got caught stealing six times. Um, and a note that we have on here, which is always really cool is, and, and Peter, I know you've, you've spoken about this before, but like these guys are coming to a country that is they're away from their family. They're away from their friends. They're away from their culture. They're away from the food that they're accustomed to eating. Um, they're in a diff- completely different culture um and it's everything around them is not in their in the language that they speak and he completed an interview without an interpreter the other day which is always a really it's always a really big step when the player gets the confidence to actually do that so really cool to see him uh have the confidence to do that because that's usually have to coax him into it um but that's a very difficult thing that they're doing and he done did it it's so cool to see them do when they do it and they when they their faces afterwards when they finished it and they're done oh man yeah. it's the best yeah all right okay. AL MVP. no who's your nl mvp oh it's gotta go to ellie oh yeah yeah okay you're taking him over sal yeah i mean you can take your pick but those numbers are pretty impressive okay ellie de la cruz your NL MVP. Nothing's official. In the minor there's leagues. no awards. I'm sorry. You're not going to receive anything. Don't look for anything in the mail. I'm sorry, Ellie, but budgets. We're now moving into who Peter's going to name our AL MVP. Gunnar Henderson, um, infielder for the Orioles. He's their number two prospect overall, a 2019 second rounder. He homered in his major league debut, which, man, I feel like has happened a lot this season for Ari's guys. Real um orioles are real um and 89 at bats with the big league club four home runs 10 runs 17 rbi a 284 batting average and a stolen bag in there um in the minor leagues this year he hit 297 with a 947 ops a 416 on base uh 19 home runs for Gunnar Henderson. And I think he just homered again yesterday. How many home runs does he have now? When are we predicting that the Orioles win the World Series? Just just out of interest. Is In it 2024 division? or 2025? Aren't, didn't, haven't they come out and said that they are going to... Um, so 20, 25 games... Yeah, four home runs in 25 games for Gunnar Henderson. Um, haven't they come out and said they're going to spend a lot this offseason? They're going to do some things? I've heard so that I from could a see lot them. of that's a, clubs. That's a, that's a rumor that, that's going around that there's going to be some cash thrown around. But so there's only a few teams that are lined up. I'm going 2025. Okay. Bo Naylor is a catcher in the Guardians system. He's the number five prospect. In 117 games this year, he hit 21 home runs and stole 20 bases. The only guy in the Cleveland Farb system to do that this year. Last guy to do it was Will Benson in Friend. 2019. Gio Oshella and Bo's bro, Josh, talking. Check out this video. Have you clicked on that yet? That's a, how do you, is that how it was sped in? The, there it is. Nice. Made it last year. Good brother, huh? We go good. I think he should be here soon. He said it well. 
Nice. Made it last year. In Dole, we have That's really cool. Yeah. Sorry for the interruption. That's really cool. So that was Bo's brother, Josh, talking to Gio Eschler about him and that he should be up here because he's raking. So I'm with nice. you. Nice job. And then the same system. That's cool. Maddie, do you want to do our third uh, our third guy for AL MVP? Yeah, sure. Uh, third AL MVP candidate um, is Yankees top prospect and shortstop Anthony Volpe. Uh, he was drafted in the at the end of the first round in twenty. I've never heard. I've never heard of this kid. Mm -hmm. That's what they all say, but. Uh, <laughs> Volpe's known for being a pretty Is fast it? guy. So um, on top of the the speed, he has led the AA Somerset Patriots this year at shortstop, highest team batting average, most runs scored on the team. And then once uh, Peraza got caught up to the MLB, Volpe got caught up to uh, AAA. And there... Uh, while Scranton Wilkes-Barre has faced elimination because it's the postseason as we record, Volpe hit a homer to keep the season alive, and uh, they won against Buffalo last night. So all around cool. decent season. Personally, I don't believe that the numbers are there to crown him as such a lucrative title yeah. as Farm to Fame AL Minor League MVP, but I'll let that be up for discussion. Mm. Ooh, this is the first one you've had to think about i think i'm gonna uh i'm gonna go with bo naylor 2020 is pretty cool i like that all round players are gonna are gonna dominate this game for years to come Nice. Aaron Judge is the ultimate. Oh, by the way, people never talk about his defense. No, he had a good good catch for that last night. I didn't watch last night's game. Oh, I gotta, I gotta admit. I did, I did. Um. Okay. So congratulations to Bo Naylor, all around player, twenty twenty guy, AL minor league MVP. It is now time for the NL Rookie of the Year. Um, some of these names you've heard, these are all 2021 draft picks. Andrew Painter is in line for NL Rookie of the Year. I'll run that stat again. Run of four pitchers since 2017 with 100 innings pitched in a minor league season with an ERA under two, K percent more than 5%, and batting average against 200 or below. Or Gordon Grasefefo. Grasefefo. Gracefo, Gracefo, Gordon Gracefo. I think it's Gracefo. Um, nope, definitely not that, Maddie. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Exactly. Once he hears this, he's like, I'm changing my name. It's official. Man, okay. Gordon Gracefio, Gracefo, Gracefo, had a September for the ages. Um, September 21st, he won, oh, another pitcher. So he won Texas League Pitcher of the Week. Um, in his last three starts, no runs, five hits, 22 strikeouts in 16 and two thirds innings, right. no walks allowed in his final two starts. Um, 
Final double-A start in 2022, carried a perfect game through five Jeez. and two-thirds. He was promoted to double-A Springfield after eight starts with a .99 ERA Very and a strong. .679 whip. Last um, night. <laughs> he's Matty Villanova's pal. Do you know him? Oh, no, so I don't you know actually know how to pronounce his name. I know how to pronounce his name. I don't know him personally. Uh, he has interacted with Farm to Fame on Instagram a little, but that sways the vote. So, Pete, you have to take that out of your mind. Wow, we have two pitchers in line for the um, MVP this year. So I can't. What a treat! I have to take that in into consideration that he. <laughs> No, so, take it okay, out of overall 2022 on the season for Gordon Grisefio, 26 games, 10 and six with a 297 ERA, a 0.94 whip. He had um, 28 walks to 139 strikeouts. Andrew Painter. It's really... 22 games, a 156 ERA with a 0.89 whip. And um, I'm going to have to go with Painter. Sorry, I did it. Yeah. Ripped it off like a band 25 walks, 155 strikeouts. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations to Andrew, Andrew Painter for winning our NL Rookie of the Year. He is 19. Um, I'll be 19 again. So he was drafted at a high school. Goodness, goodness. When do we see born in 2003? Yuck. Uh, six, seven, two, 15. Jeez Louise. Um, okay. AL rookie of the year, Pete. You want to run us through these? Not really. I don't read very well, but I'm going to try. Carl Manzardo. Yeah, these are there he is. I'm trying to find an Aussie lingo. There we go. Found it. Bang. Ray's number six prospect. He's not in MLB's top 100, by the way, so that's going to change. Hit 327 with a 1.0343 OPS in high A slash double A. He was the Ray's minor league player of the year. <laughs> that's got to be a good. That's got to be good for the old. Uh, he's going to be, yep, among players with at least 300 plate appearances. He had the second highest weighted runs created plus with 173. Vaughn Brown from the San Francisco Giants had the only one with higher, which was 175, so not by much. Holy cow. That's a lot, Maddie. Nico Cavadas, first baseman with the Red Sox. Can't wait to see him dominate the who? 2022 Red Sox offensive MILB player of the year. These guys have got to clean up their awards. There's got to be either one or are we splitting it up with starters? That's a conversation for another day. In 120 minor league games in 2022, he had 26 home runs, 25 doubles, and one triple. Two promotions this season from low A Salem to high A, and then again to double A Portland. Nico Cavadas hit a ball 450 feet pretty easily. You know how I know so he can do that very easily? Open up his MILB page. It's a person. Look at that picture. Tell me that boy can't hit 450 foot tanks. I'll just click on the article and he's given who's from. No, I Dame. need you to okay. see his headshot. I need you to see his headshot. And honestly, I need you to see Kyle Manzardo's headshot as well. I need you to see both of these guys' headshots. Kyle is chilling. 
You got a mustache. Nico looks like a guy who's just going to crush balls. Corky Miller reinvented himself as Nico Cavadas, by the way. Yeah. You guys can look up Corky Miller. 990 OPS. I need to look up that. Who's other, who are those headshot am I looking at? The other guy you read, Kyle oh. Manzardo. Who am I looking up? Who did you compare Nico to? Corky Miller. Let me tell you what, if you're trying to figure out how to spell that name, it's hard. C-O-R-K-Y-M-I-L-L-E-R. Oh, it was just the accent. Um, Corky. Not Corgi. I was putting an A in there. Yeah, he does look like him. Yes. Um, All backup catchers in the history of the world look like Corky Miller. Yeah. Um. Okay, I have my winner. Who's yours? Uh, I it's I'm gonna have to go with Kyle yep. Manzato. Well done, Kyle. Official, you made it. Uh those are our awards. So once again, let's see if I can well, I probably don't need to list back through these. Um Andrew Painter and L Cy Young, Hunter Brown, A L Cy Young, uh Ellie De La Cruz was your NL MVP. Bo Naylor was your AL MVP. NL Rookie of the Year was Andrew Painter. And AL Rookie of the Year was Kyle Manzardo. So congratulations to those award winners who have won absolutely nothing. But Peter Love and affection. respect. Peter Moylan, former major league pitcher, side armor from Australia, career 310 ERA. Um, this week's headlines in our weekly news flash Camden Dusnack played all nine positions in the Reno Aces game last night. That usually night. happens at about this Was time that of year. Just like a, Someone like does it this time of year. He completed it last night, or he, yeah, he would have had. No, to no, he would have played. Play. Would have tried to play all nine in one game. Oh, yeah. Well, Any pitching fine. change, there would have been like a positional change. Like that's the. It's this time of year. It's it's a fun. team just does that to be fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Um, Cardinals outfield prospect Mo- Moises Gomez hit his uh, minor league leading 30, 38th home run of the year last night. And Josh Reddick is playing for the Savannah Josh Bananas. Josh also playing for the Perth Heat in the Australian Baseball League this year. But that video was a while ago, He's wasn't living. it? That, that catch was – did he do another one or is it the same one? I guess it's um, – also, we want to shout out our guy, Alec Manoa, who we had on this offseason. That's an episode that you need to go back and listen to. It's like, like without getting, I mean, it's a really inspirational story. Um, really, and Alec Manoa in conversations for AL Cy Young, obviously likely trailing um, Ver, Verlander there, but 15 game winner at 231, almost 200 innings pitched on the season for our friend, Alec Manoa. Dang. Um, Aussie lingo, Pete. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Dag. Like a shot to the heart, like a dagger. 
think we I thought Matty, you were just going to run away with the victory from last time and not answer this time. I thought you just screen went black. You were like, nope, yeah. I'm done. I'm leaving on a victory. No, I, I pressed Go. the unmute and I pr- accidentally pressed stop video. So in that case, uh. DAG means to make a mistake. Mm, DAG, a witty or amusing person. You'll like him. He's a real DAG. Oh, my Two, gosh. A daggy person. People probably say that about you all the time, Pete. In Australia, they probably do. Probably never in America because they've probably never heard that word before. Okay. Well done. Well done to us. Um. Okay, guys. There are like nine days left not of even. the regular season. It's not even. Yeah, I think it is because I, we have. When they tweeted out that this is the last full week of baseball for this year, I got emotional. Yeah, that's tough, man. But it's tough. I also Football realized that I've got playoffs, so it's fine. Love that for you, Pete. Thank you. But yeah, baseball's wrapping up. Nine games left in the regular season. Um, all of the divisions are locked up besides the NL East. Um, the AL East will be locked up with one Yankees win over the Rays. Wild card could get interesting. Peter's about to get into a wild weekend versus the Mets. So we're sending um, vibes. Got to get through the but, Nationals first. Yep. Yep. All righty, guys. Thank you so much for watching and listening. We hope you learned something about one of your favorite team's prospects today. Um, awards, more awards are coming. The Rookie of the Year race, I'm so excited to dive more into that whenever that's announced. Um, Arizona Fall League is starting on October 3rd. Lots of names to be keeping up with down there. We'll be here. We love you guys. Farm on, farm often. Um, we will see. Okay. We will see you next Wednesday.